Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. How can you pay attention and notice that everything is constantly in flux and yet our minds want to make meaning of what's happening. It's like going to the ocean and trying to figure out how the waves are creating the patterns that they're creating. Have you ever just gazed at the ocean waves and marveled at the movement and the light and the reflection? So your experience now, thought, feeling, sensations, energies, are all happening simultaneously and creating waves, and our waves actually creating waves. And there's a, an attempt to get control or organized or something like that. So you sit down and you pay attention and then you fall asleep. Or get restless. It's, it's very natural to want things to do to help you. And there are plenty of things you can do to help you. as far as breathing and meditation practices and therapeutic healing techniques, enlightenment training for awakening and deepening in presence. <coughs> but then you come to a place where There's nothing that can help you in a way. There's the, the end of looking for the answer. You realize there's something futile about seeking. On a relative level, seeking is perfectly normal and fine, obviously. But then there's just resting. letting the mind and the body come to balance, come to a natural stillness. And that can be a very sluggish kind of, I don't know, adjustment 
to realign when we're constantly caught in movement, busyness, getting somewhere. So it requires a kind of experience and trust and patience to be with yourself right now. To give up knowing what's happening. To have that open availability of perception. That isn't naturally gravitating to conclusion and um, analysis, comparison and judgment. In a sense, awareness moves from the relative survival ego functioning to find comfort and security into spacious, open presence. And you can't orchestrate that or make that happen. It requires a surrender. And often that movement of surrendering is uncomfortable, is not easy. Or if you're in bliss and you're accessing bliss, you know, you may want to just maintain it. You know, crank it up. Stay on that frequency where you like it, you know, it feels good to be connected, to be radiant. When we come together like this as a group, from wherever we've come from, however we're feeling, whatever dramas are going on in our personal circumstances, it's kind of like, and you know, a kind of unknowable salad that starts tossing itself in the space. I think I'm getting the pops. I'm getting the sound pops on the new microphone. Just a minute. I heard, did you hear the pop? Did you hear that little pop thing? Yeah, I think. Okay, I'm gonna have to start taping it to my head or something. I don't know. <laughs> Learning is how this thing works. It's great though. Is that better? But it's happening. It took longer tonight than usual. I don't know why. It was very heavy and gluey in here. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. <laughs> like, like somebody just put you into a trough and poured cement all over you or something. <laughs> it's like waking up the dead. <laughs> wake up, wake up. <laughs> I was thinking maybe we shouldn't meditate then, I'll just talk the whole time, just kind of wake you up instead of having you suffer for 40 minutes. <laughs> That's unkind. 
But I trust the profound knowing that you are to find itself within you. Because then your alignment is not reliant upon anything, which is really what you're looking for. And then finding the interdependency of interconnectedness in our human experience just becomes enriched and enlivened and more fulfilling interpersonally because there's just so much more love available, empathy, compassion, and understanding. And that's really what I want to talk about is the need to understand understanding human understanding. They're not separate, you know, to find the truth and to be with another requires the same openness to truly be available. So even though when you're sitting and meditating or you're having your experience, you're having your judgments and comparisons and analysis and basically your projections onto your own experience. And then you bring that into your relationships too. So we, we projecting constantly. We're hearing, but we're not really hearing. We're not really listening. Because if we're really listening, nothing makes sense. And that's okay, because we're in open availability. Something learns, something understands, but we're so programmed to make sense of things that we're constantly creating beliefs about what's happening in our own experience and our relations with others. And, sorry, um, can you still hear me? Okay. Um, and what happens out of that is a kind of assumption. Assumptions are created that are um, often not true. So we create misunderstanding. But when we look through the filter of our misunderstanding, we create beliefs about our assumptions. And eventually that just leads to war and what, what's going on on the planet. Seriously. So I think enlightenment's great, but I think it's, you know, awaken is great, important. We're doing that here. That's very much what we're doing. And how do you bring that into your work and your relationships and, you know, in your engagement in the world, in your um, activism for change, for helping the planet and others create a better world. Because what, are you just getting enlightened for your own entertainment? Is that what it is? Because that's not it. 
you know, even in the Buddhist tradition, the bodhisattva, you know, that metaphor really, saving all sentient beings, it's really a recognition that when you awaken, you realize that you are one with the ecosystem of everything. So if you're caught in the beliefs about what's happening, you don't really find what's happening. You don't really find your way. And you really won't make a difference, which is what we need. Not from an ego, willful aggression, but really from clarity, from understanding. then the divisiveness and the separation that is so present today will start to melt. And people will start to drop their fears of what they don't understand and others and start to become more aware of how we are very, very much the same. So awakening and bringing it into the world is radical. Radical. <clears throat> Is this too much? <laughs> okay. Do you need to lie down? You okay? Okay. Um. <clears throat> so how you're paying attention right now, you're learning how to be in a sense, available in a kind of non-reactive listening. And in that, the light of presence starts to radiate through. The heart starts to heal itself and release its stuff, whatever the stuff is. You know, all the emotional baggage that doesn't necessarily get rinsed out in the, in the, in the machine, in the washing machine. But the more you deepen in awareness and the more you allow the natural movement of your feelings, you'll begin to see they're not separate, that they really facilitate each other. It's a kind of alchemical process. And then it starts happening in your experience, just in the world with people everywhere, all the time. So much of life today is very self-centered. And understandably, it's hard to survive in a lot of places, harder in a way, <coughs> just to survive. <coughs> so it's even more of a challenge to wake up and to be altruistic, to be humanistic. So, just gonna have some water. Mm. Okay. 
I didn't plan any of that. <laughs> For those of you who know me, I tend to think out loud sometimes. <clears throat> I don't really think, it just, I, words come out and then I notice them and I think, <laughs> what? I hope some of this is helpful. I guess another way to say it is that you're, you know, you can sit and you can practice and you can go on retreat and you can meditate and all of the things that you're doing to heal yourself and liberate yourself. <clears throat> but what I'm really saying deeply is how you can find it in your daily life in your daily interactions, every moment. That every moment is a reflection of your own consciousness. Whether you're washing the dishes, driving your car, just sitting here listening, every moment is an extraordinary opportunity if you open to it. So whoever you're being with, whoever you're talking to, whoever you're interacting with, every relationship becomes a mirror, a teaching. Not a head trip that you figure out. It's something that happens much more deeply. I'm talking about understanding in a non-cognitive way. I'm not talking about intellectual understanding. Intellectual understanding is fine, but it's like this, the old comparison of the map and the territory. The map is not the territory. That's all. It's a symbol of the territory. But I'm talking about the t being in the territory. The unknown. Hanging on the precipice. Out in the desert. Wondering when you're going to find water. <laughs> or sitting here wondering when John's going to hit the bell. <laughs> it's easy to go into unconsciousness. It's easy to go to sleep. It's easy to go back into robotic just programming. You have to be like a salmon and swim against the current. And when you do, you'll become energized. Initially, you may be profoundly enervated and depleted. And you have to hang in through that lethargy which is what we felt when we came in tonight, this kind of lethargy. It was just like, ugh. <laughs> it was just heavy, right? You have to hang in there, and if you had that experience, some people did. <laughs> A lot of people did. <laughs> Few lucky souls were awake. <laughs> they can have compassion for the rest of us.
you have to sit with that and be in the, in that ugh, that mm, you know and that kind of whatever it is primordial goo of kind of almost dead almost like not quite dead And if you get into thinking about it, you're in real trouble. Like, what am I, what is, are you kidding? <laughs> Some kind of grunting. But then something begins to shift, and this is where you begin to develop that, you know, patience of a yogi, the ability to be still and open and sensitive and relaxed with crystal clarity attention without any straining in it. That's it. See, now we're getting more tuned. It's really been tough to tune the orchestra tonight. It's okay. I'm sure there's an astrological explanation for it all. <laughs> all the people that couldn't make it tonight sent their love with their back injuries and their illnesses and their, God knows, it's like I got a, all these texts and emails like. <coughs> okay. Let's sit a minute and then we'll open up for dialogue. Okay, so <clears throat> if you'd have a question, I'd like to come up and just sit together. Just raise your hand, I'll call on you. Hi. Hi. So, been having a lot of movement uh, last few weeks, a lot of stuff going on. Looks like there's been a lot more integration from what I can see. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, everything feels very still for the most part. Um, this, this one concept that's been sort of circling in my head, though, that um, I think my body is still trying to integrate is around like humility mm -hmm. and groundedness around uh, just sort of the human stuff and the uh, spiritual work. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really know what to make of it, but it just seems like something to pay attention to for me. And um, I don't know if there's a question there, but maybe how to take that in on a bodily sort of transmission level, sort of take it in because the concept is the concept and then the sort of integration of that on an energetic level. Um, maybe it just takes time, but it's been sort of on mind and I've been trying to figure out how to in incorporate it into uh, my 
practice or just get it into my body more. Well, I think what you're doing is certainly working. Hold on a second. I don't think this is working. That's better. Um, what I'm noticing is there's really an integration going on with your your mind and your heart more. They're really much more working together than separate, which is what you've been working towards, and it's definitely working. Um, Where do you notice what you're describing coming up mostly? Where are you most aware of it? Or when are you most aware of it? Mm. Well, I notice it in my mind. And then I'll feel a sense of discord or shame in my heart. What is the... What what happens... Yeah. yeah what happens in the mind? Is that a... Is it like... A belief? Is it a... Yeah, it's a belief. What is that belief? Um, I think it's a story of like... Um, I finally figured it out or I solved the problem or, you know... How does it feel when you think that? It feels cheap. <laughs> it really doesn't... Yeah. So that's what you want to notice. That there's something that isn't authentic in yourself about it. Yeah. And it may even call, close this up in the heart. Right? And so that, uh, we, people want to sort of, they think they can stop a reaction. You cannot. Not really. You can get rigid and really controlled thinking you're stopping a reaction, but that's, that's not freedom. <coughs> Or you can, as soon as you notice the reaction, then you bring attention to the f to the the deepest place that that's coming from, which isn't thinking. It's deeper than that. It, I mean, certainly the beliefs <coughs> and the constructs around them will be there, like you're describing. There, something's opening right now. Do you feel that? Yeah. So instead of going here for the answer. Because then, because if you go there further, it's like you get the shame, the blood, you'll get all the sort of, and that only adds to this getting tighter. But you're clearly working on it because it's, your being with you is so different. I mean, it's really opening, soft, you're more available. There's more kind of connection happening. It's cool. It's <laughs> great. So I think what you're doing is working. Is what I'm I don't know if you need to do anything else. I mean, not that you can't. I mean, not that you can't explore and try things, of course. But you really can't push this river. You, know, you can't blow out all your circuits and then be purified. People think that they can do that, but I haven't seen that to be mm -hmm. true. 
I mean, I did. I tried to, of course, for a long time. Because we believed it. It was just a natural belief to have. And even there's, I think there's probably a lot of propaganda out there for in that regard, which I probably had read and believed too. But fortunately, I haven't been in touch with those things for a long time. So I don't remember <laughs> any of them. <laughs> I actually became much more interested in what was working rather than what I believed. And that's really where you have to get clear is to be able to make the distinction between what's working and what you believe. And not beat yourself up for it. Because <laughs> there's no blame. Conditioning is really just survival. It's unconscious. Good. How you doing right now? More open? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was helpful. Okay, great. Thanks for coming up. Good to see you. Thank you. You're welcome. Every time you make a conclusion to begin to see it operating and to come back to this place of beginner's mind, really uh, Zen mind, which is a mind that is open and available but doesn't have a preconceived idea about what's happening. In order to return to that open-mindedness, you have to see how, you have to first see how your mind has created a contraction around what it believes. I, that's what I've been trying to talk about tonight. I had a hard time doing it for some reason. I don't know why. I guess I haven't really figured out how to talk about it. But I'm really wanting to teach it because I think it's absolutely essential. Maybe even more important than just awakening and being tuned into presence is learning what open-mindedness really is. It, it's essential. And, and, and open-mindedness cultivates flexible thinking and less likely to start creating all of these defensive beliefs. <coughs> so I'm gonna keep trying to figure out how to talk about it until I get it, get it right, but, so I appreciate you listening, even though it may not make sense yet. <coughs> I, think it's, I think it's remembering that you're learning all the time and that you really don't know. And that not knowing is actually learning. See, this is, this is really, yeah. <clears throat> we have this idea that learning is knowing, and there's a kind of relative learning that obviously is knowing, obviously. But I'm talking about higher learning, the real learning of the organism, of the life force itself. And that, in its very nature, never knows, but it but it is knowing itself. It's very, this is, gets very convoluted. And that is really the essence of trust and intuition and guidance. When I talk about the guidance system, how to, how to follow, what to follow, that's what to follow. That wisdom. So learning isn't n about knowing. 
learning is always an open, receptive realm. And when you, when you swim in that, when you, when you surf in that, then you are guided and transformed incredibly, beautifully. And your human experience becomes much more fluid, much more humane, much more real. You become more authentically who you are in the world rather than being somebody that you think other people need you to be or want you to be or you think you need to be. That's freedom. That cultivates real freedom. Okay, that was good. That's, I got some of it out there. <laughs> Somebody hopefully will take this talk apart and put it back together. <laughs> I won't be the one to do that, trust me. <laughs> okay, who would like to come up? I hadn't intended on coming up tonight. Um, but at the end of your talk, I had some emotional, some, some movement emotionally. I, there's some <laughs> something that wants to come up, and I don't know what it is. Uh, I mean, it feels sadness. Um, and I sat in my chair and was really resistant. It was like, oh, I don't want to get up there and do that again, you know, John doesn't want to hear this, and blah, 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 blah. And so I kind of felt like I really needed to come up here for a minute. So can I just, I want to just sit with you for a sec, but I, I wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. It's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you've really been hitting the nail on the head lately. Yeah. You know, the other thing that just occurred to me, Christy, when you came up and said what you did was, not only do we make assumptions, but we don't get them checked out. See, that's the real problem. We just make assumptions about other people, like, oh, John doesn't want me to... How do you know that? See? You could come up and say, are you tired of hearing me? And like <laughs> are you tired of hearing no. me? <laughs> Do you think I could do this if I was? Are you kidding? <laughs> no. No. That's not what's sitting here. That's not that wouldn't be possible. All that's all that's here is open, loving, listening. That's not separate. This is your opportunity for you. That's what this is. I'm just a channel for it, a mirror for it. A miracle for it. <laughs> ah, that's, sweet. that's sweet. It's not easy. It can be really difficult. It can be really, you know, as I've often said, I think, oh, there's this teaching that's going to come out in a week or so, and we do the newsletter, really, that that the path of freedom is one of disillusionment. Oh. People go, well, disillusionment is actually progress. 
It's not about having more beliefs that work. <laughs> I hear Ted I need to get the right in the back. I just haven't read the right teachings yet. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. After you've read a million teachings, uh, you're, you are the teaching. See, that's what learning is when you realize that you are the teaching. That life is the teaching. Everything is the teaching. That's when you're really back in the marketplace. That's <laughs> the highest level of practice there is. Enlightenment is just halfway there. I mean, I love that, John. And I actually was, I'm just so like a sponge. And if somebody said to me today that I always want to go to my thinking and I think too much, you know, and I, I felt like, Somebody said that to me and about you. Yeah. And I felt like I was in my heart and I was just trying to express myself and maybe you're in your head and my hearing aid is going, what did you say? I said, I felt like I was in my heart and I was just trying to express myself. Oh. It was just coming up what I was saying. So they were having a reaction and they're listening. Yes. Okay. But I, it's someone that I, I work with and admire and he often really has some good things to say and but I took it on mm -hmm. and I can do that sometimes so easily and mm -hmm. then I Well it, it triggered you. Yeah, and it, I, then I go stoic and think oh I'm fine and and then I oh. get here and then I Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait, right. I'm, good. I'm, I'm good, not good, good. feeling fine. Yeah, no, 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 that's good. You need to heal that, what that healing, because you can see how the conditioning prevents healing. That's what you're describing. Oh, okay. Right. You got some kind of feedback and then you controlled yourself or you yeah. shut it down. Right. But yes. <laughs> it doesn't work. No. Uh, I'm so or it tired certainly of that. doesn't cultivate happiness, that's for sure. Yeah. So right yeah, now you're so opening up. Yeah. I want to do this. Yeah. Good. But I'm not quite there yet on my own. You're doing great. Beautiful. Just feel your heart just radiating through everything. I do. Thank you. I do. You know, when we're really deeply in the process, then being human is not a problem. Being triggered, being reactive, being hurt, all of that is just part <laughs> of the, the, the movement of it. That's all. Not a problem, really. <laughs> you know everything is utilized everything everything is recycled it's all an interconnected ecosystem completely I appreciate that so much 
then you don't start cutting off parts of yourself. Yeah, because now I'm open again. Yeah. And I felt cut off, See? really cut off. And that's what worked. The truth. Not your belief about it. Or someone else's belief about it. Right. I don't sit here with beliefs about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, John. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's sit for another minute. Okay, let's continue. Yeah, I noticed like, um, especially like in, in this really like job search that, that I'm on right now, like there's a sense of like trying to protect myself kind of. Mm -hmm. And uh, sure. I don't really know how to put it, but it's like this, it's like an identity, basically. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's going to, like it wants to be safe, and it wants to be seen a certain way. That's okay. That's not a problem, really. Do you think it is? Well, I feel like um, sometimes what's actually true for me is that like things are hard, or I feel overwhelmed, or I'm sad, and... Mm -hmm. Like I, like I don't, um, I don't tell the truth of that, like to myself or to, I don't know how to put it, but I'm like not vulnerable in a way and, and it, get, it gets kind of stuck. What about when you're on your own, when you're not in front of a potential employer? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I think I just think a lot and like, I'm like, I should do more things and I need to. Like there's this whole movement that happens as opposed to like, oh, So you have a hard scared. time being intimate with yourself? Yeah. Okay. Because it's interesting as you're sitting here, you're opening. Something about this that gives you permission. Yeah, I feel like I have to like say it instead of like hiding it from well, it's someone. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's working. <laughs> you can do that on your own also. Okay. You can see, you can experiment. This is why I encourage people to, what's happening? Yeah, I just feel my heart opening. Yeah. No, you have a you have a capacity, you have a tremendously open heart. And yet you're also in the world and you're in a job search where let's just say that's not probably happening in that way. It doesn't mean that you can't have that in that environment when you're once you get settled in. Yeah. But um I have this thought coming up, like it's not super sticky, but I feel like in my like mid teens I like started becoming like that becoming like like needing to be seen a certain way or like right. accomplished well, that's, or like that's par for the course in most human culture you know. but eventually you can un you you're not you can be unwound and uncaught in that identity even though that identity may function in the right context and be perfectly fine, but not, but let's just say you can have an identity, but not be identified with it. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's okay. freedom. Freedom is whatever your personality or your operating structure is, is whatever it is. And it can be refined to a certain degree and educated and improved to a certain degree, purified to a certain <laughs> degree, whatever. But your happiness, your, your, your fulfillment will not be restricted by it anymore. Not at all. 
So don't worry. <laughs> I mean, we all play roles, really. You know what I mean? That's just na that's just human social functioning. Yeah. Until we like all, until the species, if we survive, <laughs> evolves beyond that, which yeah, I really yeah. hope it will, because it needs to. There's, cool. there's a lot of signs that it will, actually. But that could be. That's probably not this life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So how to find that intimate, how to find that vulnerability on your own so you're not caught in your head trying to figure it out. Yeah, and then, you know, I can ask for help or be honest. Yeah. Because I, I feel like there's this, uh, it's like if I'm, I don't know how to put it in words, but it's like if I'm not, it's not accomplished per se, but it, there's something where I'm not letting it in, you know, like receiving or asking for things. Or mm -hmm. Well, see, even that recognition is important. The thing that's important to know on this path is it's okay to be limited. In fact, we are all limited in our own unique ways, right? So, but, but our limitations are not limiting. Oh, yeah, yeah, in fact, to really be honest about them is liberating. That's the irony. That's why if you know, if you, you the only way that happens is by not knowing then that shift can happen back into openness. See, and you're no stranger to openness. In fact, that's a very natural place for you. Let it come up, it's okay. Just let it come up. Yeah, I feel like very limited. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to be limited. We're limited and limitless at the same time. Yeah, I think that's part, part, part of what I needed to hear. Like, I really get it. And the more you realize it, the more you'll have empathy and compassion for yourself and forgiveness and acceptance, which will only make you more comfortable really being who you are. Well, thanks, John. You're welcome. Yeah. Good to see you. As soon as I sat down and closed my eyes, um, the energy just was so extreme, so strong. Um, I, I, I need help to find a way that I can be with it. It's really um, challenging to be with it. I, I, it's hard to stay still, and I, I find I am, you know, I'm just contracting mm -hmm. <coughs> and holding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you working at all with your breathing? Is that helping at all? <coughs> There's breathing practices that might help you. I've been doing, <coughs> I've been doing the Andrew Weil every day that okay, you taught yeah. us and last time. There's some time. other, I've been hearing more of different kinds of breathing practices that are going on out there. There's lots of them. 
these uh-huh. days. They're, I think they're worth looking into and trying. I do, like, you know, I do the grounding. Yeah, but just even some deep breathing, and there's different kinds of breathing practices that might help open some of the channels. Mm-hmm. That, you know, or you, or you could do expression work too, but I, you know, just being able to vocalize. But here in this space, you're not going to do that. I mean, we could have a session of that. It would be interesting. Um, <coughs> but uh, also, you want to be able to have your feet on the ground. When they you don't can. usually touch. Yeah, you need to bring a. <laughs> <laughs> have this little. I know. Like Grow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could the you could put a I pillow mean, or you could put something <laughs> down know. there, you know, like bring a zafu or something and put it down there. Yeah, but yeah, good idea. Um, let's sit together for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. If good. That's better. Yeah, sit on the edge there, so you're not. Yeah. That's much better, and that might actually be good for you to do that too. So close your eyes. That's it, and bring a w- feel your feet on the floor. Just put your attention in your feet. That's it. And and the only just be aware of your feet, the contact of your feet, good. And be aware of your breath below your navel. Can you feel it there? Yes. Good. Only those two things. And stillness. It's very important you work with stillness now when this is happening because your channels are opening up more. When people are getting, we feel too much energy, they need to let that energy break through the blockages and that's where sitting practice becomes really important actually. Or a standing practice, a qigong practice, either way. Or both. This is where the yogic practice is really, this is where these things were developed, why they were developed. Breathing and feel your hands on your legs. That's good. That helped. Just imagine your whole body now. Just sense your whole body or perceive your whole body. Stay with the breath. Good. Don't move. You okay? Yeah. Is that helping at all? Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah. Great, great. Right on. So, but when I'm by myself, it, I, I, I really do a lot of that same stuff, but it's. it's okay. Well, then you need he- then you need help. Yeah. And that's okay. That's why we're here. Mm. What's this? What are you feeling right now? What is that? A little stone. Oh. <laughs> well, the energy's good stuff. <laughs> it's a strain upon itself. It's the real thing. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, exactly. You won't believe how high you'll get. Good. 
That's really good. Yeah, and my, my feet are tingling. Yeah. My, my no, no, people who have this, like, you know, too much energy, they don't realize they're holding it back. And when they really can let this happen, boy, they're gonna, you'll feel so good. Go ahead. Bring it up. Yeah. So, yeah, I, the realization of holding it back, that's where I get That's I where you get, get caught. Confused. You get I, caught. Yeah. You get caught up there. You need to not look at that. Just redirect. That's a sidetrack. That's like wanting to know, wanting to understand. Okay, That's not but I'm in, say I'm in it. Well, I'm not in it now, so maybe I shouldn't talk about it. Just try work with this and then we'll 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 talk about it soon. Okay. Okay. That little bites. Something I need yeah, and, and can you come up afterwards? I have something I wanted to ask you. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, John. Okay, you're welcome. Good. <laughs> Okay, let's sit a minute and then we'll wrap up, okay? It's so important to get support and feedback and reality checks. I mean, I've had a tremendous amount of support and help in this life and I'm very grateful for all of it and still get support in the ways that I need and uh, no shame, no blame. I'm quite comfortable with being an incredibly imperfect human being in every possible way. <laughs> I still have a good time. <laughs> in fact, I have a better time than I've ever had, I'd say. <laughs> it's great to see you. It's great to be with you, really. Lots of love. Take great care of yourself. And um, happy trails. Thank you. <laughs>